Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 28 of the Blues Fan Forum Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Steve. Joining me this week is Jen Cloyne. What's up, Jen? Hey, nothing. Uh, hey, sitting here, just in the living room, here, hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> here, drinking beer. We got hockey on the TV. We're going to talk some hockey, so... Yep. It's Monday night at 7.15. We're a little... Normally, I don't record till Tuesday, so we're a little ahead of the game, but I got a busy week this week, so I'll thank you so much for being able to come. You're welcome. Anytime, Jake. Just for you. There we go. <laughs> All right. Um, that Cloyne name might sound familiar because we had Scott Cloyne on... What episode did he come? I don't know. A couple uh, weeks ago? Seven 20, weeks ago? 25. Yeah. Episode 25. Cloyne came, Scott Cloyne came on. No, that's my dad. That's Scott S. That's Scott oh, Steve. Gosh. Scott Cloyne is back farther. 23. 23. There we go. I, if I was good at my job, I would Five whole weeks ago. Had that prepared. So Jen's been analyzing everything that he said and has it all. She's going to just ace this interview yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have very different styles of watching hockey, which is that I watch just to enjoy and he like really does analyze and he's like why he's is like, this guy going this way yeah he's like uh they, they changed their lines pairing did you notice that like no i didn't i did not actually <laughs> notice that no <laughs> i saw that guy try to score and that's about all <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool <laughs> all right before we get going this is the blues fan forum podcast so jen we need to make sure that you are a true fan as we got the squeaker going if you guys can hear that in the background uh, we need to make sure that you are a fan and don't work for the Blues or the NHL in any capacity. So do you want to share what you do as an occupation? I am in finance. Just a born bean counter. I don't do anything for the Blues or the NHL. <laughs> but you could do finance for the Blues. I could. That would be cool. I could. I did. I mean, like um, two decades ago, I did an internship with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and I did work there as a paid job at a whole like $7.25 an hour. Oh my doing gosh. ticket sales and stuff. Yeah. So I did at one point work for. So know. if this was the lightning fan <laughs> forum, I I might. Yeah. My 20 years ago, ticket sales experience might, yeah. might not allow me to be on there. That, that kick you out of that. <laughs> luckily, luckily we can still have you on the yeah. blues here. So we're good. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get going and before we start talking about actual blues hockey, I wanted to bring up, we talked, we just mentioned Scott coming on the podcast. What do you say? Five weeks ago, math. Yep. Math, five weeks ago. Um, why don't you talk about kind of how you met Cloyne? Because it has a, a hockey story to it. It does have a hockey story to it. We um, actually, we, I was at a bar, one of my local establishments with some of my friends. And uh, Scott was there. And my friend started talking to him. And the guy goes, Scott tells my friend, like, oh, if you like hockey, I got two season t- or two um, tickets for the preseason game tomorrow if you want to go. And my friend goes, well, I don't like hockey, which is true. He doesn't. He goes, uh, but she does and points at me. And Scott goes, well, all right. Do you want to go to a preseason game tomorrow for the Capitals? I go, yeah, sure. Why not? So we just exchanged numbers that night. And we kind of blindly met up the next night at a bar across the street from the Capitals stadium and uh, went to the preseason game there. And because uh, for some reason, he could only buy two tickets. It was like fate. They wouldn't let him they, buy. Yeah, like he went to buy <laughs> online and they could they would only there were only two tickets available. There were no single tickets available, so he had to buy two tickets. But they mm-hmm. were like eight dollars a piece or something. I don't know. He said like they were super cheap. Yeah, it was preseason. So. Uh and it was Nashville. So people in DC were not really caring about the Nashville Predators uh-huh. coming to <laughs> play their team. You know, it wasn't like a Pittsburgh Rangers, Philly sort of situation, yeah. something they cared about. So yeah, apparently it was very cheap. And it was um I remember it was like the capitals had like their whole i think it was the capitals had like their whole team out like it was an official like full team like go about you mm-hmm. and then like the predators had their like c team out so it was kind <laughs> of a very lopsided game um pretty sure we saw carter hunting in goal that game which i think he then oh, came yeah. to be like a blues backup at some point we'd be like hey we saw you like yeah play years ago on a different team that was one of those backups that we tried to turn into our starters like we do almost with every goalie that yeah, we have here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just decided you're like talking to this random dude at the bar. Yeah. And Why said, not? Yeah, yeah, I'll go to a blues game or uh, not a blues game, <laughs> the a Capitals game, game yeah. with you. Yeah. I was like, I had nothing else to do. It was a, I don't know, like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. So why not? Sure. Uh-huh. Just and meet a you, random person. Yeah. You were living in DC. <laughs> yes. He was just there for work. Correct. Yeah. 
Um, and then he suckered you into moving back to Illinois. Yeah, eventually I made it back here. <laughs> I must have really impressed him with my hacky knowledge that first night. All right. And uh, here we are, years later. <laughs> there you go. So we've had a couple people who have had blues-themed weddings, and you didn't have a blues-themed wedding, but you have a your relationship started with hockey. Yes. So it's, yeah. Pretty much. There's a lot of hockey in our relationship. Yeah. yeah a lot of yeah. hockey. I mean, it's a good thing. I did like hockey beforehand. This wasn't like me being a no, you know, I didn't know nothing about the sport. Like uh -huh. I said, like I've followed it for decades. So, yeah. you know, since I was. You also have soccer in your relationship because I think you're leading our fantasy foot or our fantasy soccer league, yes. right? Aren't you winning? Yep. I am winning. Yep. Yeah. Do you know who's in last? I think you are. That's my team. My <laughs> team is in last. <laughs> Which fitting. <laughs> Cloyne text the other day and said, I guess I had a bunch of people out with suspensions or injuries. Yeah. And my team name is Red Cards. Yeah. So it makes sense. I mean, it's fitting. Yeah. You just should probably <laughs> get rid of the guys because the guys with the red cards don't actually play soccer oh. for those like couple games afterwards. You might need to like switch them out. I think I did. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to last week and I guess I forgot to hit the confirm button at the top yeah, right corner. That happens a lot. And yeah. I didn't I didn't like that because I was uh, Holland scored, I think. Yeah, a couple times he did, yeah. Yeah, so he got 12 points, and yeah. I tried to put him in as my captain. <laughs> and then I went back and checked, and he's got 12 points on my bench. And I'm like, I mean, you're only going to go, go, you're going to make it maybe second to last instead of last. I mean, it's it's good that you're trying now, but That's it's kind of okay. late in the season. <laughs> I know, I know. I think I have like 1,400 points, and you're at like 16 or 17. Like you're, all, yeah. you're significantly higher than me. So, all right. Well, there's a good, there's a reason that I don't do very many fantasy sports and that's why yeah do you do fantasy hockey at all i've never done fantasy hockey no oh, okay i don't yeah i've never done it actually i've used to do football a long time ago but i've and i've done so, uh, mm -hmm. soccer for s several years now but i've never done hockey which is odd i feel like but yeah i think because nobody else i would i really knew was into hockey until i moved here mm -hmm. and then the people here are a little more into hockey than me like i said like <laughs> we should get one maybe but, we'll start a blues fan forum yeah, get your listeners Fantas in. Fantasy hockey. The winner gets um uh, an evening with Jake watching a blues game or something. Yeah. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm even willing to throw. I'll hold hands with whoever wins. If that's if that's what it takes to get some people in, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> so. All right. Now that we have that through, let's cover kind of update for the listeners on how the blues have done. So podcast came out last Wednesday. I don't even remember if I recorded last Tuesday or last Monday, but we would have had the recording done already before the Philly game. So on Tuesday, April 4th, the blues beat the Philadelphia flyers four to two. Uh, nothing really exciting. That was me. Nothing really exciting happening that game. So move on to the next one. Thursday, April 6th, the blues hosted the New York Rangers. This was Tarasenko and Mikola's first time coming back. Um, did the typical kind of show whatever celebrate their return? Yeah, they gave the handshake. They gave the yeah. video, the video thing. Yeah. yeah, I guess Tarasenko almost got emotional. So that happened. That was also Dmitry Samorakov, his first game with the Blues. So we traded Clem Costin for him at the beginning of the year right okay. uh, so that was his first game for the blues i thought it was his first game ever in the nhl but it was just his first game for the blues because he played one game with the edmonton oilers <laughs> last year so it was the second nhl game um but he's played one before uh so that was an overtime win against the rangers which for the blues being a non-playoff team and rangers being a playoff team that's I feel like yeah. a good win. And for them taking our players and having them do really well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's our players, but we're still going to beat you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of don't know. Maybe we'll get to this after we talk about the wild game. But like, why are, why are they still trying so hard at this point? I don't, I don't and know. And also, why are they so up and down so they can win against an East Conference playoff team? But they can't win against, you know, I don't know, Arizona or something. Well, <laughs> Whoever they lose to. You know, the, like, the bad team they lose to. So it's like. <laughs> I brought that up a, a while ago. I think this was when we were still kind of had a chance, like pre-deadline. And I was like, we keep losing to Arizona. 
And I think we've just always lost to Arizona. That's just a team that I think has just always been bad, and you just expect to beat them unless you're St. Louis. Then you just you just don't beat them. Yeah. Maybe if they go, maybe when they go to Phoenix, there's something really fun there. Like maybe there's yeah, like a really good I guess so. uh, casino or something. Yeah. <laughs> they all go to the night before. And they're like, I don't care about playing anymore. They're just really <laughs> loving Mullet Arena. <laughs> they golf, golf too much. I don't know. Maybe they just do too much golfing. Yeah. They're like, I can't swing a hockey stick anymore. I just did three rounds on this amazing course, <laughs> so they don't want to play. That could be it. There is something about yeah the Coyotes that just doesn't do well for us. But yeah, beating. I mean, that's kind of been. I would say we've been so wishy-washy all year, but then I feel like always we've been good against good teams and bad against bad teams. Yeah. It's kind of been our thing. So the game after that Saturday, April 8th, we played at Minnesota. We lost three to five. Um, We gave up in the first period, we gave up two shorthanded goals in 20 seconds. Yeah. Did you watch that game? Yeah. Because so they're allowed to score as many goals as they want on a power play. Like, you know, the Blues can only score one. But yeah. the other team can score as many as they want, and yeah. they tried. They yeah. really tried. <laughs> they got two. They did a good job. Than the Blues got. I didn't watch it, uh, but someone told me, I guess, Casper Kapanen was at fault for both of them. Do you happen to? Yes, I think that is correct. I think he did have an effect on both of those plays, mm-hmm. from what I remember, yeah. Yeah. So I don't... I, I just know that I... I bet on I wanted to do the St. Louis win because the Battle Hawks played. I think they started at noon. Cardinals had a game. Blues had a game. And then City played uh, at Seattle. And so I was like, let's do a blue or a St. Louis bet. But I couldn't get the Battle Hawks betting because it already started. And apparently they don't do live lines on Barstool for Battle Hawks. So I bet Cardinals, Blues and City and. I was getting really mad because the Cardinals won and then the Blues were not winning against Minnesota. We went up one nothing. Then I think gave up the two shorthanded goals. I was like, whatever. We lost. It's over. Uh, and then City lost three nothing anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah. yeah but Saturday for the Blues was another one where they like they I think they were down like three to one or four to one or something. And it's like there they go in the third, like trying to get more goals. It's like, why mm-hmm. do you, you just. You try to give everyone hope. I don't know why. Because <laughs> everyone at home, I feel like, is right? saying, lose so we get a better place, which they shouldn't do. I get it. But um, you're not supposed to tank. Yeah, you're not supposed to tank on purpose. Apparently. I get it. But why? I think they they started their like kick in the season too late because in the past two months, it's been like, it doesn't matter if they're down three goals. Normally, a three goal, two to three goal deficit is like, done for the game yeah, save it for next game and all of a sudden they're like oh we can we can score these two or three goals back and get it within one or tie and take it to overtime and then maybe still lose in overtime and but they're lose. just <laughs> but then they're still getting the points which so but it's like can't you do that earlier in the game or not make the stupid mistakes to mm-hmm. go down you know by three earlier like i mean two short-handed goals those were pretty bad like you shouldn't give up yeah <laughs> two on one power play that's pretty bad so i think this is a perfect example of exactly what you're saying april 1st saturday they played at nashville and lost six to one just got smoked yeah hey nashville i think's on the fence for making the playoffs i yeah. don't really know if they are but they're they're close then you go back the next day go home and you're playing boston and we go down three nothing early. Yeah. And then come back and lose in a shootout. Yeah. And it's like, why are we getting that extra point? We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's not needed. Plus, Boston screwed me because I had Boston to beat the Blues by minus two and a half, and that didn't work out. Oh so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, it's odd the way they've been playing this year. Like, I can't figure it out. It's you know. I guess it's just the year and them trying to get the new team together and something that some days it clicks better than others or something. Right. I don't know. Maybe if I knew more, I would know, oh, this line is doing really great and all the rest of the lines are not gelling or something, but I don't really pay that much attention <laughs> to it to know like if it's a player or yeah. a line or if we're just, just rooting for the guys in blue. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like that team can win. All right. Well, that's the updated games. As of now, there's only two more games left. Uh, we got a home and home against Dallas. So 
Wednesday when this podcast is released, the Blues play at home against Dallas, and then the next day they travel to Dallas, and then hockey's over for us. I, I fo- yeah, it's weird. I fully expected this podcast to go another, at least another two to three weeks, and just cover blue stuff. But it's kind of weird. Like with a blue, it's hard to do a Blues fan forum podcast when the Blues are not playing anywhere. Yeah, and then, I mean they're not going to start making any trades for a while, so yeah. you're going to have a gap in coverage. I guess you'll just have to cover everything else. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm still teeter tottering on if I'm going to stop and just kind of wait till the draft because yeah. I don't think I don't think you can even make any trades or signings till after the draft or during. You can trade during the draft. Yeah, uh, but that's not till June. So we got some time. All right, the Blues right now. Are 37, 36, and 7. We have 81 points and currently the 10th pick in the draft. Below us right now is Detroit, who has played 79 games and have 80 points. But they're currently playing right now and they're losing 6 to nothing. Yeah, they're getting destroyed. Because Jamie Ben just scored 6 to nothing against Dallas. So they're going to be at 80 points. In 80 games. Uh, oh, did I mention that we're at 80 games? We're at 80 games. 81 points in 80 games. Vancouver's at 79 games played with 79 points. And I want to say they play. I think they play tonight at like 730. Uh, or 9:30. And then Washington is also at 79 games and 77 points. So those are really if we lose our next two games against Dallas. And somehow Detroit, Vancouver, and Washington win their next two or three. That's the only change we can really have. So would you like us to see to see us in the 10 spot? Or I think that's an easy question. <laughs> would you like us to go down to the seven? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a, a, like better draft pick is better, right? Right. <laughs> um, I don't really know a lot. I do not know a lot about this year's draft class aside from Connor Bedard, obviously, everybody knows decent. he's planned for number one. So mm-hmm. whoever gets that uh, lottery ball drawn is going to be going to be lucky. I know. Um, I think Adam Fantilli is the expected second overall pick. I think there's a lot of people that kind of two and three can go a couple ways, but he just won the Hobie Baker, so it was the best player for the NCAA. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, of do you know? Because I do not. But of the recent draft picks that the Blues have had, who who has actually panned out? I feel like draft picks sometimes are so, you know, unknown as to where they're going to go. You pick them up and mm-hmm. for I mean, uh, Jake Neighbors would be one that's up now that we picked two years ago. Okay, three years. Ago, yeah, maybe. I'm going to say three years ago. Did they just score again? Oh no, he's got it in his glove. Uh, I want to say three years ago because Zachary Bolduc is looking good and could be, I think he's still two or three years away from playing for the Blues. And then same with Jimmy Snuggerudes, who I think is also looking like another two years. I don't know if he's got he another. He just lost the um, NCAA championship yeah. in yeah. overtime. But they were winning. And I think the, the other team scored with like, a couple seconds left. Uh, they scored with, I forget how much it was. They were scored in maybe under two minutes or something. I don't oh, remember okay. how much time was left, but then on the face off after coming back, they scored within like seven seconds. Oh, jeez, Quinn- Quinnipiac or however you say it. Yeah. I mean like straight off the face off. They like they just drop the puck for like the fresh ice and the clean, like ready for the overtime period, sudden death. And it was like the shortest, <laughs> took it shortest and sudden death I've ever seen. Do they do the NCAA tournament do Five on five for overtime. Yeah, I think it was five on five. Yeah, playoffs. The championship. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so Snuggerud's doing well. Bolduc's doing well. They should both come up. Um, Zach Dean, I think, is the guy we got from Barbashev. He's actually leading the QMJHL in playoff points, so that's kind of good. Yeah, not bad. Um, And then yeah, Jake Neighbors. So got some excitement. In the pipeline, uh, no defenseman though, which is kind of our weakness 
at this yeah. point and to have nobody in there. I guess you could count Perunovic since he really hasn't played very much for us yet as still a prospect, but that's kind of all we got. Uh, I guess you just need to make some trades for a young defenseman at some point. Yeah, and, that, uh, that would be nice. We definitely draft a new guy this year, I guess. I, I think I saw online somewhere. They said that this year is not very defenseman heavy. It's like a lot of forwards. Like I think the first 10 picks might be forwards, yeah. maybe one defenseman inside of that. Uh, but next year, I think they said there was like a decent amount of defensemen to where it might even yeah. a little bit more. So maybe we can suck in next year and get a good pick. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or you could just keep trying the like 40 year old defenseman and see if that works. Yeah. We'll just for another season. Well, we'll trade for another 28 year old and then give him a eight year contract. <laughs> yeah. And then in four years, he'll be so old and broken. Right. Not yeah. going to play well. <laughs> we'll just continue to go with that strategy. I mean, that. I honestly, I obviously don't like that decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if Doug does that because that's what he he wants somebody in the like 25 to 28 range. He wants someone to fit in with kind of where the team is now. And I wouldn't be surprised if he traded one of the either Toronto's first round pick or Dallas or New York's first round pick for yeah somebody like that and then yeah. sign them to a stupid long extension like he keeps doing <laughs> who knows all right so right now we have a nominee for the bill master masterton masterson masterton memorial trophy which is given to the player that best exemplifies perseverance sportsmanship and dedication and sammy blay was our kind of our nominee for that which i thought was like when i read it i thought finalist is what i heard in my head even though it says nominee and then i researched it and i'm pretty sure every team gets a person that they get to nominate yeah. and then they go through and pick the final three at the before, nhl awards they yeah the finals okay so i don't know if sammy boy actually wins that i feel like his kind of comeback story i mean acl surgery and then coming back and doing well with the blues is an okay story, but normally they give it to people. Um, Oscar, is it Oscar Lind, Lindholm? Lindholm, I think, Lindholm, the one that came back from cancer. The one that came back from cancer. He won two years ago. Yeah. Carey Price won last year. Um, after, wasn't he battling like mental illness or, some, or something like that? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Do you know if there's anyone in the league that has something like that going on? Or I'm not aware. Not that I know of, but I mean, there could be that I'm unaware of. Yeah, I mean, Sammy Blair, I think is an interesting choice just because he's been on the team, came back so late. Mm -hmm. He's not been on the team for the whole season, but I guess if he's the best candidate they have after the half a season or whatever he played, then they put him up for it for right. what he does. I mean, it is nice that he came back and he can play well on the Blues when he seemingly was very bad or not played at all on his last team. He was all of them. <laughs> he was kind of like relegated to the minors, like up and down <laughs> kind of. And then he comes back here and he's like, Oh, I can He's like, hey, be like an actual player. I'm decent. <laughs> score. I mean, for, on the blues, at least maybe not on the right. Rangers or whatever he was on last, but I got some stats for you. Stats. Okay. Hit stats. Me. <laughs> I'm a numbers guy. So I like to look up numbers. So in the year and a half ish that, Blay was with the Rangers. He played in 54 games and had zero goals. Uh, he has more than that here, I know. Yeah, he's played 29 games and has scored nine goals, which is oh, yeah. a career high, like a season season high nine goals in 29 games. So he's scoring at a .3 goals per game pace which is pretty good. If you take all of the, those nine goals and those 29 games out of his career total, his career is a point zero nine. <laughs> that's not a lot. <laughs> no, that, that's not very good. That rounds to zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like pretty easily. Yeah. So, yeah, from point three to, or from point zero to point three. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know if he's having a, 
I don't know, like a renaissance and he's finally figured out how to hockey or if he's just getting lucky and he's going to go back to scoring one goal every 30 games next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> next year if he continues because I guess it's hard to know. I mean, maybe it's the coaching or maybe it's the rest of the team. Maybe they're just gelling better. Or people are actually, I mean, maybe respect's not the right word, but they're actually like treating him like an actual player on the team mm -hmm. versus maybe on the Rangers. It was like, yeah, you're just like the kid that came up this week from like minors or whatever to yeah. help us out type thing. Like the, this kid can't play with us because we're some big hotshot team or whatever. Big hotshots in New York. Yeah, yeah, like they're like New York, which the Rangers. They, yeah. <laughs> which they sucked for like several years um, <laughs> until like this year. So I don't know why they would think that way, but probably because they are in New York City yeah. playing that they just have that East Coast mentality. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, hopefully next year. I mean, it'd be nice if the Blues had more people that scored goals. It's a kind of a would be nice to get some better numbers in there for mm -hmm. players. Spread the goals around a little more. Yeah, if he can go nine in 29 games, I mean, I feel like 20 goals next year wouldn't be, based on those numbers, wouldn't be super crazy. Yeah. But would just be, I feel like that'd be good. Like, I'd be happy with 20 goals from Blay next year. Yeah. So. Okay, how, yeah. Do you know how young he is? How old he is? I have no idea. I, he's under 29 or under 30. Yeah. So, so I think have he's some growing to do if he can. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, the other guy, uh, the, we were kind of talking about that Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy. I feel like Jacob Verana would have been a decent one. I know he came back from, I think his was drugs, um, and didn't play very many games with Detroit, but played, has been playing with us, has been playing pretty good. So that might have been a better story, air quotes story. Uh, yeah, he was the only one that came to mind when you said anybody else. And I was like, well... <laughs> I mean, I know Veranda's had some substance abuse problems. I, the rumor, I guess, when he was in the Caps was that he was like a a problem in the dressing room. Like he was, you know, like kind of one of those problem players that I guess wouldn't work well with all the others. Mm -hmm. But that also could be like a coaching kind of vibe. And well, didn't you have Barry Trotz at that point? Yeah. Like, and so... I think I even said this to my friend who texted it to me. He's like, well, you know, USF Ron and I, and he's, he's supposed to be an issue. And it's like, I think, you know, Chief probably deals with those players a little bit better than somebody else. Or or maybe they deal better with him as, mm -hmm. as their coach, you know, because I feel like Chief's a little more like straightforward, like by the book, like this is what it is. Like you can take your, like if you want to be messing around, like I'm just not going to play you if you want to play do well and this is what I expect you to do and you're going to be on the team type thing, you know, and like mm -hmm. maybe having a better like uh, setting the rules out a little bit better like that is better for someone like Vrana or maybe he's just passed all his problems and, you know, he's just doing better in life in general. Now that he's like, be good. Yeah. <laughs> clean and everything. But I mean, I haven't heard any of those comments coming from the blues at least since he's been here about him being like an issue or I haven't heard a like thing. A I problem. mean, I think he's been playing pretty well. I kind of got the text from my DC friends that were like, eh, like good luck with him or whatever. But he shows <laughs> up and he's like, you know, scoring and playing all right, like yeah. better than I thought he would be getting cut in the face and then still cut yeah, he, <laughs> and playing a game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, got that whole face shield on and I think he deflected a puck with it the other day. So that was, it was helpful that he had already had that on. Cause otherwise he probably would have taken a puck to the face. So. I mean, that's one way to endear yourself to your team, but also a fan base. So yeah. Yeah. He definitely had his nose almost sliced off. Yeah. I mean, the stitches were <laughs> like... crazy. Is he still wearing the full mask? I can't remember. I watched Saturday's game, but I can't remember if he still had it on. Oh, uh -huh. You're too busy watching the people score. You're not looking at the faces. Yeah. I'm looking at their feet. I'm not like a typical girl. I'm not only looking at their faces. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. I know who else you've had on. Paulina wasn't just, doesn't just look at their faces. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't really have much more for kind of the current blues. Um, just kind of looking forward to, I guess, two more games. Sit back and enjoy them. Uh, I, I think the, the theme I've been putting out is I hope everyone has fun whenever we play these games. Realistically, <laughs> I want them to be close games, just be competitive, a good hockey game to watch, but I want the Blues to lose is ultimately. I mean, 
I mean, Detroit got one back, so that's good. But um, right now, the Stars have six goals on 15 shots, which is a pretty good um, goals average. Yes. And they play them twice this week. So I would expect the Blues to actually win one of them, probably. And then the Stars will probably win one, which I I think – I'm not sure what that does to them. I think the four points in here does matter to their standings. Yeah, I – I think between like seating of like first, second, third type thing, I think it matters to them. I so, think everyone's tied. I think it will like, so they probably will well, maybe so. not anymore, but I thought I saw a couple days ago that I think it's Dallas, Winnipeg, and is it Minnesota? Are they the third team? They all okay. had like 98 points. So yeah. I'm sure that's changed now, but yeah, they're all, they're, they're fighting for really the one seed. Because yeah. I think you'd rather be the one seed and have to play a wild card team than be the two or three and then just have to play yeah. the other, whoever the other one ends up being. But yeah. So, so yeah, those games are going to matter for Dallas. So they're going to actually be playing. It's not like they're going to sit their players on Thursday unless somehow they have everything figured out. Yeah. But I imagine they don't. So, yeah, there's a chance we lose both. <laughs> there's, yeah, I mean... <laughs> If I didn't know what the Blues have been like for the past like two months, I would be like they're going to lose both of them. But mm-hmm. now it's like you just never know. Now we're they gonna... like <laughs> they want to win. They they'll go down probably four nothing and still come back. And yeah, take it to overtime or well, something. I was so. just gonna say, we're just going to win both of them and probably shut them out <laughs> <laughs> just, for some reason. Um, mess with Dallas for no reason that yeah. benefits us at all. But to we know what this. Oh, yeah, is... maybe they'll win in front of the home fans and loot and just get destroyed in front of Dallas's fans maybe this know. is this is hole 18 when you golf or hole nine you know how you sucked at golf the whole day I, I'm talking about myself I guess maybe <laughs> but I feel like there's other people out there suck at golf all day you get to the last hole and you just hit this beautiful shot and you're like okay I can golf like now yep, this I have is why I'm coming back out next year now yeah, I have hope it. for next time <laughs> and that's what they're gonna do is they're gonna beat Dallas twice somehow and give us hope and then we're going to be like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. And then uh, who knows what's going to happen next year. This team's so up and down. It's, I don't know. Are we going to be all the way up? Are we going to be all the way down? Or are we just going to continue to this roller coaster? Yeah. Who knows? What was it? Was it, um, was it the year after the Stanley Cup they didn't make the playoffs? Or have they made the playoffs every year since then? The year after the Stanley Cup, we made the playoffs, but that was the bubble year. And we got stuck smoked by um vancouver but we were playing we were like this right i do remember we were a top five team in the nhl before the shutdown yeah and then we got beat by them and then the year after that was when we we lost the last game of the season to i think colorado and that kicked us out of the playoffs that sounds right yeah okay i know there was a year we got out in the first round I know I, I can't remember who we played in that. I went to one of the games, I know, but yeah, it's always interesting when you So yeah, so twenty twenty was Vancouver. Twenty twenty one I guess we didn't make it. Cause then twenty two was when we last year. Yeah. Last year we beat Minnesota and then lost to Colorado. Yeah. Well, at least they went on to win. Lost to someone good. Maybe it was twenty nineteen. No, we won in nineteen. We won the Stanley Cup in twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's hard. so it far hard away <laughs> to remember all these things like sometimes yeah. they're like you know somebody's like who won i'm like ah. who won last year i don't remember like who won last year like oh yeah well the easy guess is if you're not sure just say tampa bay you got a chance for the past couple <laughs> of years yeah <laughs> they either won it or they lost it who won last either? year uh tampa bay no okay who won the year before tampa bay yeah Right. <laughs> and the year before that. Yeah. <laughs> Who was in the finals? Didn't they didn't, weren't they in the finals last year? Yep. Yeah. They lost. Yeah, they lost to Colorado. So they win whatever trophy the Eastern Conference people get. I have no idea what trophy that is. But yeah. Uh, Prince of Wales. Is that the is that what the Eastern Conference one's called? I have no idea. Sounds cool. Yeah. We'll go with that. All right. This is gonna lead me into my teach me how to Doug section where the teach me how to Doug is where you get to act like you're Doug Armstrong or kind of go over that. And you are probably because of, did you used to live in Florida? I guess. Yeah. And then your, your work experience. 
with the Tampa Bay Lightning. You are a true Lightning fan before Blues, correct? Yes, yeah. All right, so is there any way the Blues can somehow become the next Tampa Bay Lightning? I mean, Tampa Bay has got to be coming on the down. I mean, Stamkos is old, Kucherov is old, Hedman. They're on the downswing. So can the Blues replace them and somehow become a dynasty? Or is that just completely impossible? Which is not impossible. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) It's not impossible, but it's not going to happen for several years, I would think. Because, um, I mean, yeah, you definitely got to have the, like, building blocks of someone like Stamkos or... And even some years he was irrelevant. I I think the thing is, is sometimes that team is really good at adapting. Like some years Stamkos was irrelevant. Stamkos has been hurt so much. Kucherov two years ago. Well, I guess it was two Stanley Cups ago. Um, oh, when he did. Was like, he was out for like the whole year, but came back. In yeah. The and then they playoffs, were- which everyone's upset about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Salary cap or whatever. But the, it's legal. But anyway, so like he was irrelevant for the rest of the year. But it's like you have, you just have to build this core of like all the other players that like I feel like if you watch them you go that third line guy is like really good you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they have these guys that are really good um Victor Hedman obviously is really that good to have as a defenseman he's kind of a giant human being who can also score which is great um you know so it's like you have your big players you know I feel like they I mean they have their their big four they got Stamkos the center and leader, captain, everything like yeah. that. Um, and then they got the scorer, Kucherov, yeah. on the wing. And they got a stud, one of the best, if not the best, defenseman. Yeah. And then the best goalie. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And, and I, I don't I don't think you could win without one of them. Hedman's gone. You're you're hurting. Yeah. Kucherov's gone. You're like. One of them are gone. You you're not the team that you are. Yeah, I mean Kucherov. I think I got last against the Avalanche. I think he got his leg crushed or his hip or something, and he was out for a couple games. And it was like, ooh, it's kind of dicey those games because mm-hmm. he's. I mean, he does almost all the assists to everybody. He's even this year. He's like what eighty assists or something ridiculous Probably. and like twenty mm-hmm. goals or something. It's like he's like all he is is like a layup guy. He's like, I'm just gonna shoot the puck in. You're gonna tip it in. That's there you all. go. I'm like, get it stamp coast in the dots. He's gonna like get it in. Um yeah, it's like like they have those four. You can put in Braden Point or whatever. Yeah. But for some reason Tampa, I don't know how they do it, but they always end up finding the the people to pick up that are the lower line guys that are even in my mind, I look at it and I go, why did you pick him up? He's like a throwaway kind of guy. Like, like we're going to pick up Corey Perry. I was like, he has sucked on the ducks <laughs> for like the past however many years. And they're going to pick him up. And he's like, great. Mm-hmm. Like he comes in in the playoffs and I'm like, Corey Perry's making plays. He's like getting in front of pucks. He's scoring this year. He's got like gold. Like who's going to pick up? I mean, I'm not going to put Pat Maroon in that same group, but getting Pat Maroon. In, he knows like, his role. Yeah. Like he's got his his role, and I'm not saying he was like washed up here at the Blues. They just he got a better contract or whatever he was looking for. But yeah. you know, they what I mean, they can meters, find those guys. They they go in and they go. We're gonna get someone like Perry or Maroon or um, you know, like Hagel or um, Nick Paul, like kind of like ones that at the end of the year people are willing to dump. And even though the Lightning are already number one, they're like. Oh yeah, we'll take him. That looks yeah. good. Like and everybody else is like we're they're trying to get someone better for their playoff run and Tampa's picking up all like their leftovers and still making a better team mm-hmm. somehow. They're taking all those like guys that were kind of like <laughs> getting be getting rid of by the other teams and they're still getting a really good team out of it. It's kind of amazing cuz you go and you go I don't even know this Nick Paul guy. By the end of last year I was like Nick Paul's amazing. You know? Like, <laughs> I love this guy. Like, Buying a jersey. <laughs> like Ian Cole, I thought he didn't like I didn't even know he was still playing for the Penguins or whoever he was playing for before that. Great, bring him on. He's good. Good with Tampa. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it's the GMing or the coaching. I don't know if it's John Cooper. I don't know, or if it's just really like the guys are like, you know, like Stamkos and all the guys leading are like, yeah, having that strong core. Yeah, like you, you may be new to our team, but you're one of us. So like, let's do it because we've done it for the past however many years. Like we're in it. Join us. (laughs) You know, come to the come to the dark side and. They the just, dark, like, just, they just like, they drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> they just drink the Kool Aid and they like win. <laughs> um, but it is amazing. So yeah, back to your original point. Can the Blues do it? I mean, yeah, I think 
you just it's all about smart picks though it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard to know i feel like who in my- those guys are gonna be i think the blues aren't always yeah. the best at doing the picking up the guys that other people are getting rid of or mm-hmm. picking up the guys at the end of the year we have been really bad at that They're like no. historically kind of like this guy's gonna be great and then they like bring him in and it's like yeah, I think it's been brought up multiple times. There's a reason times. that guy was actually <laughs> being traded right. by his other team because he's not that great. <laughs> Ryan Miller has got brought up multiple times Ryan on this podcast. Miller. Yeah. And that was like a big thing. Like we just got Ryan Miller. Yeah. And then we got, I think Chicago beat us and it was, it wasn't all Ryan Miller's fault, but I, I know for sure he gave up a couple goals that whoever our backup was probably Brian Elliott could have saved. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go through the big names for the Blues and their their attempts at getting or getting the big names when they're way past their prime. Mm-hmm. You know, Broder, Gretzky, all those guys. So I think they just had to find the right guys that are in the right spot to pick them up and uh-huh. can actually like grow and get better. Who really aren't on the like you got to get them when they're on the upswing and like at the top of the peak, not when they're. Not whether on the downswing, oh, and I feel like bottom. sometimes the Blues are like, "Oh, this guy," and you're like, "Yeah, he was on. Yeah, this he guy was, was on his downturn. He's, he's good six <laughs> years ago." <laughs> yeah. I so in my fantasy head, I want Robert Thomas to somehow end up like a Stamkos centerman. I've got Jordan Cairo somehow ending up like a right winger. Yeah. Kucherov. I don't have anybody to be headman. Like you, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to find Pareko was the plan for that, and that's clearly not panning out. So there's nobody there. And then I would say you got playoff Bennington as being your Vasilevsky, which I mean, he's done it once, but that's I mean, Vasilevsky's like always good, and Bennington's just got those kind of flashes. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I I think I agree. If if it's gonna happen, it's gonna have to come whenever kind of how we talked about Bolduc's going to have to be projected or better than his projection and Snuggeroo is going to have to be I think better than his projection oh, yeah. and see who we get with the number see who we get with the number one pick this year whenever we win the draft lottery yeah. right yeah <laughs> yeah and then I mean if you can just pick up people who are like still decent and let's say um I don't know a good example maybe but in like four years i don't know cole mccarr is available or something that's better than getting him in like eight years which yeah. is probably typical of the blues right being like <laughs> this guy was excellent like a decade ago yeah he was excellent but you know what i mean like <laughs> picking up those types of guys um just trying to get somebody who maybe is that veteran but not too but veteran. Not, not old <laughs> not, not like, old geezer <laughs> like someone who's still somewhat in their playing prime not like beyond it mm-hmm. yeah so. I would say that's kind of how we picked up O'Reilly. I mean, O'Reilly yeah. was 28, maybe, when we got yeah, him. Yeah, I think so, it was great. Yeah. Like, great addition to the team. You just need know. to find that sort of fit again. All right, we'll get on that. We need a really good player who will come here and somehow turn into a superstar, and then we'll, we'll suck, and then we'll trade him. Well, in, in between that, we'll name him our captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a stat for you. This really, this isn't Blues related, but I found this online. I thought it was very interesting. There are two players in the NHL right now that have a hundred plus penalty minutes and seventy five plus points. Any idea who those players might be, or who one of them might be? Um, hundred penalty minutes and seventy five or more points. Seventy five or more points seems like a lot of points. Um, I know Pat Maroon has a lot of penalty minutes, but I'm not sure he has that many points. He's not going to be that many points. <laughs> I don't think. I don't even know if he has thirty. Let me see points. where these people are on. Um, Brad Marchand is a guess. He likes to fight a lot, and he also can score goals. It's a good guess, uh, but that is not who I have here. Um, Pat Maroon is leading the league in penalty minutes, 143. Yeah, number one. <laughs> Wait, way to go, St. Louis. Hashtag <laughs> St. Louis board. So one of these players is the number three. He's got 124 penalty minutes. And the other guy is 
number six with 111. I'm trying to think of who likes to get a lot of penalty minutes. I mean, I know Edmonton has a lot of um, high-scoring players, but I don't think they have any penalty minutes. But I'm going to think Boston or Pittsburgh probably has a lot of points and a lot of penalty minutes. That's neat. They're not on those teams. You're thinking right. It is fighters. Yeah. I mean, but they're obviously not only fighters because they got. Yeah. And this this 75 plus points is not a fluke like that's expected. Right. So these are these are good players. I have one like really clear giveaway that I'm holding on to. Is it it like someone from the lightning that I just don't even know? No, it's Um, not from the lightning. (laughs) Are they East Coast teams? Uh, Yes. Um, trying to think. You have Tanner Janot, who has 107 penalty minutes for the Lightning. Well, they're an enthusiastic bunch down there in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a Ranger? Is there no Rangers? Dang, I'm not giving good guesses. All right, you want me to give it away? I'm not going to tell on, you the answer. Is it Tito? Oh, wait. Um, the Kachuk kid. Yeah. Which one? The one that plays for the uh, the Panthers. Okay. So Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> he's the one with 111 penalty minutes. Yeah. And he's currently that. at 108 points. Yeah. I think he had a little, he's got 50 goals or 40 goals this year or something. I think uh, he just got like, it's like a goals. second, it's like a second. Two years in a row, he's had 40 yeah. goals or something. I think I saw on the TV. The other guy is his brother. Oh, I should have guessed both Kachuk. <laughs> yeah, so Brady Kachuk and Matthew Kachuk, the only players with over 100 penalty minutes. Yeah. And over, you could actually say over 80 points because Brady Kachuk has 80 points, 35 goals and 45 assists. Yeah. So look at the, I love the Kachuks playing the old school. <laughs> like, like, I'm good, but I'm also going to beat you up hockey. Yeah. So they're um like f- what 30 40 years too late probably for their st- <laughs> you know what I mean like back in like the Tiger Williams days yeah. like he was like the you know the most penalty minutes ever and then like <laughs> Ty Domi I don't think ever scored that much but he had a lot of penalty minutes but they're like in that vein but then somehow also score. Mhm. I mean looking at the rest of the people like we said Pat Maroon being has the most penalty minutes in the league. He's got 14 points. Uh, Nicholas Delaunay De- has 12 points. I mean, these people who get a lot of penalty minutes are not point scorers. Austin Watson, 11 points. Yeah, what's what's the uh, anger? I mean, I'm sensing a theme here in the penalty minutes is like, what makes people angry about St. Louis? Is it just, it's like <laughs> Maroon, the Kachucks. Yeah. Like they're like top three <laughs> in penalty minutes. And it's like, why are St. Louisans so angry? Like West County must make people super pissed off. <laughs> we might have to do some research and see if anyone else is these, or any of these other people from the St. Louis area or have ties. <laughs> it could be. That's true. Yeah. Pat Maroon one, Brady Kachuk three, and Matthew Kachuk six. Yeah. It's an angry place. We make some good hockey players, but also some angry ones. And then we have Logan Brown on our team who's from St. Louis. And he gets penalty minutes just because he's not good at hockey. <laughs> not, not for fighting. Not for fighting or anything, just for like... <laughs> Put that one out of play. Right. (laughs) Thanks for shooting it over the glass. (laughs) All right. Let's do whose line is it anyway, where the games are made up and the points don't matter. Love it. Okay. I'm going to give you, I think this is my favorite segment. Teach me how to Doug. When I started this, I was like, teach me how to Doug. That's funny. Let's do that. That's a good segment too. But then I randomly came up with this. All right. I'm going to give you a left winger, center, and right winger, and you tell me what team they're on. Okay. Um, and I really wasn't sure what your hockey knowledge was. Normally, I try to kind of base these on yeah. what I know of other people. And I had no idea. I mean, I knew not to pick the Lightning. And I knew I w- said not to pick the Capitals. So I didn't. And then we don't have either of them. Yeah. But we'll okay. see. I got fewer teams to choose from now. Yeah, right. 34. <laughs> All right. Left winger, Pierre 
Engvall, center Brock Nelson, and right winger Kyle Palmieri. Um, I know the names. I thought Brock Nelson was on the Islanders. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. It is the Islanders. <laughs> yeah. What line for the Islanders do you think that is? Um, second. You're on it. You're I know. Good. I know food. <laughs> <laughs> you got the study guide. You, I know you did. So. All right. This one, I'm, a, I'm thinking you're going to get. But the last one, I'm not sure. Okay, let's see. Okay. Left winger, Matthew Nines. I think it's Nines. K-N-I-E-S. Sounds like that K is probably silent because English. Yeah. Uh, Noel Achari and Alexander Kerfoot. I do know those. Um, I thought Kerfoot was... Sorry, I'm trying to think. Because Achari, <laughs> I know, was on the Blues, but I'm like, where did he go? Where did he go? <laughs> and I know Kerfoot, but for some reason I was thinking he was on the Avalanche, but I don't think Achari went to the Avalanche. Did everybody go to the Rangers that, was tr- <laughs> that used to be here? That I know Achari came from Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, I'll guess the Rangers. It's not the Rangers. We only sent Tarasenko and Mikola oh, there. Okay. Where'd we go then? Achari went with our other big name free agent somewhere else. Well, I don't remember where he went. Back to <laughs> Buffalo. No. <laughs> Up north, just more north. Different country. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Toronto. There, that's the Maple there Leafs. So I wanted to get that in there because that Matthew Knines, Dines, whatever his last name is, um, played for Minnesota in the Championship game, and then they lost, oh, yeah. and now he's he signed his contract, and he's going to play in the playoffs. Nice. So hopefully, I when we were when all the trades were going through, I really wanted the Blues to somehow pick him up if they could, but we weren't able to do it. All right, what line do you think that is for the Maple Leafs? Um, I mean, it's not going to be number one. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's um. True. Probably three. It's Can I say three? It's exactly a three. Three. There you go. You got the lines down. We just missed. I thought Ochari would give it away. I don't, I could not remember. Where, where, <laughs> I was like, I, and then I thought Kerf, I, Kerfoot must have been. I thought he was with the Avalanche. I'm like, I do not think anybody went for, to the Avalanche from here. I think they all went east, but I couldn't remember where they went. I don't know if he played. Maybe he played for the Avalanche before. Did he? I can't remember. I no For some idea. reason, I was thinking it was it was the Avalanche, mm-hmm. but I could be totally wrong. All right, last one. Raphael Harvey Pinard. That's one person. Nick Suzuki and Joel Armia. Um, is Suzuki still on Montreal? Suzuki is still on Montreal. That was the one I I've never heard of Raphael Harvey Pinard, so I had no idea where that guy came came from. And I wasn't sure if you would get Joel Armia. So I was like, Nick Suzuki's the only one that's going to give it away. Yeah. So, Suzuki, I know. And not line number. Line. One, two, three, four. Um, I mean, Suzuki's been there a while, so I. I don't know. Four. I'm going to say three or four, but I'll go four. 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 I think Nick Suzuki's their captain. Is it? Oh, yeah. so is it number one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first line. Yep. <laughs> I got the half of that one right. All right. right. That, that's <laughs> I got half points for each of those. Half points. You can grade me. It's like a. Oh, uh, the points don't matter. Remember? So yeah, I'll give you a yeah. hundred. You can have a hundred points. That's fine. <laughs> don't Still matter. Game. Read out the credits in the style of. All right. Uh, the only other thing I have for you, and I forgot to tell you this before, so you're going to have to do some very quick math. I hope you can handle this. Okay. I need you to tell me you can win money on this podcast. And actually, I haven't done any ad reads this whole time, so I should probably make sure. Just we need to do five minutes of ads. We're right now. we're getting some money, so here's we'll do them quick. All right, you can always support this podcast by clicking on the link whenever I post a vi- the pictures on Facebook. There's a little thing that says support us, and you can support us for giving ninety nine cents every month, or four ninety nine every month, or nine ninety nine every month, or you can just 
give a custom amount of whatever you want. I've been donating 99 cents to my own podcast for like four weeks. So that's pretty exciting. Is that what this is? <laughs> yeah. Bushlight <laughs> is my donations. Um, and so somebody this month I had like $20 in donations. Aww. So somebody's either put a one-time thing in or I don't know. No, but we'll see if it recurs. It's great. Thanks, somebody, Mom, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> uh, so somebody's donated. Yeah. Thank you to whoever that is. And then the other way to support us, if you want something tangible for your support instead of just our awesome humor that we have, is you can go to bitetag.com and get yourself a new 21st century dog tag with a dog tag that doesn't have your dog's name on it but has a QR code. And sends it to your own little doggy Facebook page. So if your dog's ever lost, that person can scan that QR code and know everything they need to know about your dog, including uh, where you live, if you want to put that on there, where your phone number is, or they'll even have the option to share their location. So then you can go get your dog. So that's great. Luna's got a little, she's sleeping, you can't see it, but she's got a little beach themed one. So it works out. So you can use the blues or the promo code bluesfan and get 15% off of your order at bite tag. All right. Now that we're rich, we got that out of the way. Yep. You can win money. You can win 5% of my profits. Okay. Which is a lot of money. I mean, we're just Tons. rolling yes. in it. Yes. Um, Side hustles bring in a lot. Yes. I need you to tell me three things. The first thing, what is the blues final record for this year? Okay. Oh, we're close. I only <laughs> have a pretty good shot on this. There's only two games left. Okay. So you got a good shot. And you also need to tell me what pick in the draft the Blues end up getting after the lottery. And then you need to tell me how many goals do you think the Blues score in these last two games? Hmm. Okay. Um, so their record. They're currently 37, 36, and 7. Ooh, so it's just like above 500 or below 500. Or ties. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> can't add in a tie anymore. Um, I'd say... I, I think they're still going to win one and lose one. So that would make them, what, 38, 37, and 9? Is that what it... 38, 37, and 7. 37, okay. Yeah. That was missing the last one, sorry. Is that where you're going with? Yeah. Okay. I so. think they're going to win one, lose one of the... They're going to split the blues. Uh, or the home and home with the stars. Um, And then okay. what... Picking the draft, draft after the lottery. This is confusing me. So they get the lottery, but they they're scheduled scheduled for the seventh right now. Is that what you said? No, the tenth. The tenth. The seventh is the best that we could. The best you possibly get. Yeah, based. Yeah, on I don't that. think that's gonna happen. I think maybe someone will be worse than us. Like Detroit can probably lose the rest of these or something. And uh, we Vancouver need, is we, a good. We need either right or now. Winning, we're at 10, I mean, sorry, yeah. I win the Detroit, Vancouver, Washington needs to either win their next two and we need to lose our next two to yeah someone will do that the caps or something will care about winning <laughs> like they'll care uh or vancouver or something detroit maybe not um we'll just go nine we'll assume that everybody else is... okay we'll one and then how many goals do we score in these last two games um six six total. goals yeah six total I think four in one game, two in one game. Four in the win. I just yeah. Just, I'm I just spelled goals wrong. I'm not going to tell you how I spelled <laughs> it, but I'm just going to tell you that I spelled it wrong. If it's G O L, <laughs> then that's goal in Spanish. Yeah, you're just bilingual. <laughs> so four goals in the win, two goals in the loss. Yeah. Yeah, the win's coming home. The loss is coming away. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Of those six goals, how many do you think Jordan Cairo scores? Because uh, he needs three more to get to the the forty. I, uh, two. Two. Oh, two. <laughs> thirty nine. Play better, Jordan. Yeah. Play better. You could have played better at the beginning of the year, know, and then we just, wouldn't have this. Like seriously. All right. Well, that's all I got. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about. No, hockey's fun. Hockey, hockey's fun. Hockey's um, fun. People love NCAA March Madness. People love football playoffs, but I think the NHL playoffs are the greatest thing in the history of sports. 
So yes. I love the beginning rounds when it's like they're all the games are on like all the time mm-hmm. when it's just like games on all the time. I mean, like the whole bubble thing was a little odd, but it was amazing because they started the games at what two in the afternoon or something, yeah. and it was on all day. And then if the games went overtime, you could they you were like, oh okay, it's five o'clock, but this game's already been on for four hours, but it's fine. I didn't have to stay up until. 2 a.m. to watch the end of the game for maybe a game you don't care about that much. Wasn't it a Tampa Bay game that went into multiple overtimes? Yeah, it was like seven periods. (laughs) It was so long. I watched it for like six hours or something. (laughs) It was amazing. Yeah, it was against like the Blue Jackets or something. But yeah, but it had started at like two. So, you know, when it ended at 730, it didn't seem that bad. That's okay. (laughs) Otherwise, I would have had to stay. I mean, think if that was an East Coast game, you would have to stay up until, you know, that would have been a late like one. Two thirty a.m. or something to watch mm-hmm. the end of that game. I wonder if they would have thought about canceling it if that was the case. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, playoff hockey's the best. All right. Uh, no blues this year though, so that's sad. Yeah, no blues. We're we're we are rooting for the Tampa Bay Lightning because we want them to beat Toronto because we have their first round pick. And then we are rooting for whoever is playing Dallas and whoever is playing the Rangers because the Rangers hold both of those first round picks and we get the worst one of them. So we just want both of them to lose. Right. So that's who we're rooting for. So go lightning. (laughs) Welcome to the lightning fan forum. Rooting for (laughs) draft picks or other teams to lose for us to get the draft picks that we traded or whatever. Yes. All right. Well, that's it. Why don't you hit us with a let's go blues and we'll get out of here. All right. Let's go blues. All right. See you, everybody.